0: welcome back to the stuttering sports podcast i'm your host spencer and today is nfl week seven power rankings this is something i'm doing on wednesday now because well fantasy football is boring to talk about because waiver wires are dry as hell that's why i did not do a fantasy tuesday yesterday hopefully i'll have some tomorrow i'm mean, not tomorrow next week but yet yeah, But Jay, you know, the waivers are just dry right now. There really wasn't much to talk about, and all I would be talking about is just a bunch of stream players, and that's kind of lame. But today is Power Rankings. I have the list from 32 to 1. That is the order I will be going in. So without further ado, let's get into it. Number 32, the worst team in the league, well, the only winless team left in the league, and that's the New York Jets. Just, 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 just fire Adam Gase, and please trade Sam Darnold, and please, 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 Trevor Lawrence, say no to going to the Jets. Just say no, because this, because this organization is terrible. They are god awful. They have Joe Flacco, Frank Gore, and like Brashad Perry. Actually, I take that back. Jamison Crowder as their big three on offense right now because Sam Darnold is hurt. Please, just fire Gase and get rid of Darnold. Just have a clean slate. They have two first-round picks from Seattle for the next two years. Just just, just please, just have a clean slate. This, this, this seems terrible. They're fucking terrible. Moving on to 31, and that is the Washington football team. After losing to the Giants, this is kind of cemented. They have Kyle Allen as their starting quarterback and as they do have really good young players, their front seven is full of them. Um yeah, no. Their middle of the road defense is fine, but their offense is just it's putrid. It's bad. Their offense needs so much work. Moving to 30, that is the New York Giants. They may have beat Washington, but they're still 31st in points per game and you know, Daniel Jones still doesn't have any weapons to throw to except for Golden Tate and Darius Slayton. So, yeah, you know, the Giants are not looking good on offense. 29 is the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, well the Bengals have a better offense than the Giants, and they have a very similar defense, but... I do like Joe Burrow over Daniel Jones, and Joe Burrow has weapons. Daniel Jones does not. That's why I have the Bengals ranked above the Giants. But I must say, I was surprised when I was looking through the stats to see that the Giants had a middle of the road defense instead of the Bengals. Like, I really thought their defenses were going to be worse. Moving on to 28, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have the pieces on defense. They have Josh Allen. They have Joe Sherbert. They have Miles Jack. They have C.J. Henderson. They, they, they have their guy at QB at, at Gardner Minshew. They have James Robinson that's on offense. Like they're, like they're, Their team has young pieces, but, well, their team is still bad. Their defense is still bad, and their offense is still bad. I really just think they should not tank for Trevor. They should just try to continue to win games as many as possible and then just draft well from there because they've been doing well over the draft in the last few free agencies. Moving on to 27 and that's the Dallas Cow- and that's the Dallas Moving on to 27 and that is the Dallas Cowboys. They have the worst defense in the league. That Monday night football performance was embarrassing. The offense is just way too sloppy with turnovers. I mean, Zeke Zeke genuinely has a fumbling problem. Like, Zeke is one of the most talented running backs in this league, easily one of the most talented, yet he has a fumbling problem. Dak, Dak before he got hurt, had a fumbling problem. And if Zeke cannot really take take over this offense and start running the ball really really well and they're gonna be forced to throw the ball with andy dalton 54 times like they did on monday night that is not a winning formula and with their defense being so bad their 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 list of injuries just mounting up yeah this seems bad this seems really bad moving on to 26 that is the minnesota vikings Kirk cousins is bad at quarterback and this putrid defense is bad at defense. I like this team has talent. This this team has talent. It's just sad to see it. Moving to 25. That is the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz and Trent, I mean not Trent Peterson. Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson are keeping it really close with with a lot of teams. They kept it close with Pittsburgh. They kept it close with Baltimore. They've well they tied Cincinnati. But but like nonetheless, this this team is keeping it close. But they're still one four and one. Their injuries are killing them. Like I feel bad for Carson Wentz because he has no one to throw to, and Zach Ertz and Miles Sanders are both out for tomorrow's game against the Giants, which they still are probably gonna win. It's sad. It's really fucking sad. Moving to twenty four, and that is the Atlanta Falcons. They just dropped 40 on a bad Vikings defense, but it looks like they're showing signs of life after the Dan Quinn firing, which is really good. I get that the Vikings are bad, but they're still a talented team, and they just beat them by 17 while dropping 40 on their head. So the Falcons, they might be showing signs of life. They won't be making a playoff push, especially with the Buccaneers, Panthers, and Saints in their division. But... They, but they can definitely pick up a few games just just by their offense scoring a bunch of points. Moving to 23, that is the Detroit Lions. The Lions have an average offense that has talent. They just have a, they just have a below average defense. This team has leads in almost every game. They just cannot really hold them at all. They, they lose all of them. But this team on offense has the talent. You got Stafford. You got DeAndre Swift. You have Galladay, Jones, and Hawkinson. They have talent, but their defense is just below average, which is quite ironic because they brought in Matt Patricia to help the defense, and it seems like it's only gotten worse. Moving to 22, and that is the Denver Broncos. The Broncos' defense got got them through the Patriots game, so nothing but respect for them and Fangio. And with Drew Locke (laughs) Black— And with drew Locke back expect them to move up this list as the weeks go by because as injuries have riddled this team so heavily the broncos you know they just beat the patriots and they got their qb back so they're looking kind of good Mo- moving on to 21 and that is the houston texans since the bill o'brien firing this team has looked a lot better on offense Watson has put up back-to-back 300 yards games and those games include their sole win and they just went to an overtime battle with Tennessee and Tennessee's a team that a lot of people are saying are the best team in the league right now so so the so the so I think the Texans are back I think with Bill O'Brien gone I think they're gonna pick up a few wins here I don't think that I don't think they're playoff wins, but I think they're going to be pretty good. Moving on to twenty, and that is the Los Angeles Chargers. They've been competitive in games against t- Tampa Bay, L- New Orleans, and Kansas City. They're just one and four. So, I think the Chargers are a fine team. I just, I think their scheduling has put them over. I they've been they have been playing some tough competition moving on to 19 and that is the Miami Dolphins. You ha- you have you have got to give this team credit because they're 3 and 3 with the back of FitzPatrick and they would be higher on this lifts list if if they did not just put Tua in. This 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 Miami defense is looking really really good. They're fourth in opponent points per game. giving up 18.8 points per game which is actually tied with Pittsburgh so they're tied for third that's kind of that's 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 kind of wild so we got a Miami defense that is looking very good Brian Flores is doing a great job with an offense that's doing just enough so as I don't blame them for putting Tua in because you have to see what this guy is I think they should have given Fitzpatrick a few more weeks I really think they should have because Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick is looking good out there but hey I don't blame them they drafted Tua with the fifth pick you got to see what this guy's like moving on to 18 that's the San Francisco 49ers injuries have murdered this team and they seem really inconsistent I don't like how inconsistent they're looking I do think they can go onto a pretty big win streak because hell, I mean, they they just beat the Rams and they looked pretty good against that game against the Rams. I just think it's it's too early for me to tell and they look too inconsistent. Jim Jimmy G looks inconsistent, but I do think they can go go onto a big winning streak and really turn the season around. Moving on to 17 and that is the Panthers. I mean they have a fine offense and they have a fine defense. With Christian McCaffrey coming back, I do expect that offense to look a lot better. But their defense, it's okay. So, you know, they're middle of the road. Moving on to 16, the actual middle of the road team, and that is the New England Patriots. They're a borderline top 10 defense with an offense that has flaws, but when Cam Newton is on, He is on, and when that defense is on, they're on. Number one example, just look at the Raiders game. Just look at the Raiders game where they forced multiple fumbles, and they looked incredible on offense. I think the Patriots will be able to bounce back from from the Broncos' loss A-OK. Moving on to the top half of the list, 15, we have the Cleveland Browns. After being embarrassed by Pittsburgh, I think we know what the Browns are. They're a one-dimensional offense with a defense that gives up 31 points per game. Their defense has talent. You got Denzel Ward back there. You have Miles Garrett. You have Olivier Vernon. That, that defense has talent. It's just, well... Not enough talent, and their one-dimensional offense. It's just sad to see how much money they've given into their receiving core and just saying, hey, Baker, here you go, buddy, and then just nothing's happening there. So, I mean, it's kind of sad to see. But, hell, they're 4-2. They're finding ways to win. I just don't trust this team moving forward. Moving on to 14, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. 30 points per game does not lie. Gruden is doing a good coaching job and Derek Carr looks good this game against Tampa coming up is monumental for this team if they can win because if they beat Tampa they have proven they have already beaten the Chiefs while putting up 40 points on them and if they can beat Tampa that that is those are two huge wins and the Raiders would shoot up this list moving on to 13 um these these um these are uh, 12 and 13 picks. They were extremely close. So if you want to consider these tied, th- that's very fair because I really did not know how to evaluate these two teams next next to each other because they are so similar and I have the Rams at 13 and I have the Colts at 12. Both of these offenses are average. And both of these defenses are really good. So I don't know how to evaluate these teams next next to each other. I think they have okay passing games and fine running games, and their defenses are both really good. But I did put the Rams at 13 and the Colts at 12 for the mere fact that I like Frank Reich more than Sean McVay. I think Sean McVay is a very good coach. I just, I don't know, just for some reason, I, I trust Frank Reich and Phillip Rivers more than Goff and McVay. So that's why I have the Rams at 13 and the Colt at 12. Moving on to 11, that is the New Orleans Saints. They have an offense that can put up 30 points per game without Michael Thomas. But their defense is lackluster. So that's why they're not top 10. Moving on to the top 10, to 10, that is the Arizona Cardinals. They have a dynamic offense with a defense that is second in opponent points per game giving up a mere 18.7 points per game. And Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins look really good together, and Kenyon Drake, as I know he just played the Cowboys, and everyone does well against the Cowboys, just came off of a huge week where he is currently top five in rushing yards in the league. So the D-Hop, Kenyon Drake, and Kyler Murray trio looking good. They just need an offensive line badly like badly. Moving on to 9, we're in single digits now. That is the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen has been shaky these past 2 weeks, but but they have played tough teams and those two tough teams are the Titans and the Chiefs. But losing to those two teams proved that the Bills are not top 5 cuz I consider both of those teams top 5 teams. I I do think with the talent that the Bills have They will be a top ten team throughout the season, but I think losing to those two teams kind of proved that they're on the outside looking in of the top tier of teams. So that's why I have the Bills at nine. Moving on to eight, we have the Chicago Bears. Um, yeah. If you listen to the headline Monday, I kind of pinned their five and one start on their schedule. But at the end of the day, five and one is five and one. Will they, will they stay here in the top eight? Probably not. But if a team is 5-1 and one and they are winning their games because they don't control their schedule, they are just winning their games, then they deserve to be top eight. You're five and 5-1, Chicago. Keep it up. Moving on to seven, their NFC North rival. That is the Green Bay Packers. I just think they had a bad week. Just a horrid, putrid terrible week they are still third in, po- in points per game despite that terrible week and the defense as it's meh they can still hold teams because it has the Darius Smith and Preston Smith and I do like Jared Alexander so I don't think their defense is great but it's good it's fine their their defense can do a a, a good job against teams but Let's face it, their their offense is what carries them. Moving on to six, that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Very impressive win over the Packers. They have one of the top defenses in the league. Actually, their defense is first, first in opponent yards per game, and they have an offense that n- no one should question. Their offense is beyond talented. They, like, it's in a tier of its own when it comes to mere talent. Their offense is incredibly talented, and their defense looks awesome. So the Buccaneers at six, I think down the stretch, they can definitely move into the top five. Speaking of the top five, we're there. (laughs) Number five, the Tennessee Titans, one of the only remaining undefeated teams left. I've seen a lot of praise for the Titans after beating the Texans, and well, as I think they deserve praise for beating the Texans. They beat the Texans. I think we need to tone it back a bit with all the Titans praise. I really think we should just roll it back. The Titans are very good, but their defense is still not very good. And and in headline Monday, I said that I think the Chiefs and Steelers are better than them. I should have thrown the Ravens in there too. I know they just beat the Ravens in the division in the divisional round last year, but I would throw the Ravens in there as also better than the Titans. So, yeah. Titans fantastic offense, but they're 26th in opponent yards per game. They give up 400 plus yards per game. Their their defense is holding them back from being higher. They had to drop 43 points to beat the Texans. Let that sink in, and they gave up like what was it, 36 points to the Texans. That's not a good sign. Like, like that's not something to be like bragging about. So that's why I have the Titans at five instead of where like, like I saw Stephen A. had him at number one. But on but I but I must say, Mike Vrabel, you're doing a fantastic job, Mike Vrabel one of the best coaches in the NFL. Moving on to number four, that is the Seattle Seahawks, also 5-0. They are undefeated with MVP Wilson, but their last in opponent yards per game and a lot of their games comes down to the wire. Like the Patriots game where they needed a goal line stand, they got that goal line stand. And the Vikings game where they needed a fourth and goal to go in and as they got that fourth and goal, you are you are on thin ice if you're doing this thing where every game is close. We saw it with Pittsburgh back in what was it, 2017? I think it was. Or Pittsburgh went in like 13 and three, but but like all the games were close. Seattle's on thin ice right now. They need a dominant win. They really need to just they having a dominant win and improving to six and zero in the process. That would definitely bump them up this list, 100%. Moving on to number three, we have the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Ravens have the second best defense in the NFL. And, well, the offense is still third in rushing yards per game. This dynamic rushing attack has not changed. Their passing game may be weak, and their rushing attack may be stoppable now. But... It is still very good. And this Ravens defense, I would never count out. This Ravens team is still very, very, very good. Lamar Jackson may not be surprising everybody this year, but he is doing... Once once he turns it on, it's going to be scary to see. It will be scary to see. Moving on to number two, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers, and as I just mentioned, the Ravens have the second best defense. I think the Steelers have the best defense in the NFL paired with an offense that is fourth in points per game. This Pittsburgh Steelers team, to me, is one of the most complete teams in the league. I think them and the Ravens are the two most complete teams in the NFL, because as we will get to number one, and they are very good on both sides of the ball i think pittsburgh and baltimore are more complete and pittsburgh and pittsburgh as a defense their pass rush and their rush defense just that overall front seven took a huge loss in devin bush but i think regardless that front seven is huge and can stop anybody. So that's why I have Pittsburgh at number two. Moving on to number one, I hope this isn't like surprising to anybody because this team's gonna win the Super Bowl. That is the Kansas City Chiefs, because and the reason I say that and the reason I think that it's a lock now is because they just beat the Bills through running the ball. They didn't. They didn't use Patrick Mahomes to throw for four hundred yards. They they didn't need him to. They just beat a Buffalo Bills team, which is a top 10 team in the league, through running the ball, and they're adding in Le'Veon Bell. They beat a top 10 team without relying on Patrick Mahomes. Most teams with Patrick Mahomes would solely use Patrick Mahomes, but Everett Hilaire played incredible. And now he's going to have Le'Veon Bell with him. Yeah. Yeah, no. Chiefs Chiefs are number one. They're Super Bowl. They're, they should at least go to the Super Bowl. They look so good. So, yep, that is going to do it for me today. My top five is the Chiefs at one, the Steelers at two, the Ravens at three, the Seahawks at four, and the Titans at five. So... That is going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at StutteringProds. That's stuttering P-R-O-D-S. And Instagram, that guy who talks about the sports. It's a picture of LeBron in the in the with the with the damn profile picture. Yeah, I'm gonna start using that. That's gonna be a thing now. So yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good one.